Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. This week, we're talking about avoidance. We're talking about the lies we tell ourselves. We're talking about confrontations. This week, we're talking about difficult conversations. Stick around. Difficult conversations are, well, difficult. That's why they're called difficult conversations. And I think about the work that I do, and we have a lot of difficult conversations on a pretty regular basis. But I want you to pause and take a moment and think about a conversation that you've had recently, or maybe that you need to have, that has been especially difficult or difficult to prepare for. What makes it difficult? Why is it uncomfortable for you to have this conversation? Why are you maybe avoiding it? Well, I'm going to share a little bit about some of those pieces because avoidance is a big part of difficult conversations, or it is for me. I don't like to confront others um, and know that in a lot of ways it's my job. Either it's my, my job, like that I get paid for to have some difficult conversations, or it's my job as a mother or as a wife or a partner to have some difficult conversations. And so as I was doing my homework for this, um, you know, it's just really an uncomfy thing. And I was wondering a little bit more about why. Why Why is it so uncomfortable? Why um, do we avoid it? And so some of the things that I learned is that we avoid it because we don't want to make matters worse. You know, I think about it in terms of, Um, You hear about other scenarios or situations where they talk about just because you're saying it doesn't mean it's been implanted in their head for the first time when you mention it. Um, And that can be a variety of topics. But I think about that similarly about this topic of you don't want to make matters worse. You don't want to make others, maybe yourself, more uncomfortable or a relationship that might already be a little bit tense or toxic um, worse for the matter. So we avoid it. Uh, You know, we fear that we're going to be attacked. I know when I'm preparing for challenging conversations, I'm always thinking about, well, their response could be or their response will be and how will I respond to that? Um, Because I'm always prepared to be attacked and for my thoughts, uh, my facts, my whatever to be attacked as I have those conversations. And then, you know, I think as women, especially as women, we are so caught up in this mindset of not wanting to be mean to others that, you know, we're fearful that we might be perceived as mean or we might be mean in having these difficult conversations. So again, we avoid them. Now, those lies that we tell ourselves as the part of avoidance um, are things like, you know, well, we can't afford to lose the her. And that could be in friendship, that could be in um, partnership, that could be in work, whatever that is, but we can't afford to lose her. And so we're going to avoid it. And that's a lie that we tell ourselves. We also tell ourselves a lie that it's going to get better. And from personal experience, it won't get better. (laughs) In fact, putting it off 
will continue to make the problem, the situation, grow and fester. And then when it's not as big of a problem as it originally was perceived to be, it'll blow up. And um, and and that's not good for anyone. So that's another lie we tell ourselves is that it'll get better. Um, we tell ourselves a lie that things may get worse. Um, they, they could get worse, right? But that they're going to get worse uh, as part of avoidance, as part of having these difficult conversations that when we have this conversation, it's going to make things worse. You know, that's a lie because while it could make things worse, they may, may make things worse. Um, bringing things to the forefront is certainly an important part of these difficult conversations and um, being just thriving women in this world. And then the last one, the last lie we tell ourselves is that their excellent performance, their amazing contributions to the team, they that supersedes the poor attitude that they bring to the meeting or to the conversation or to the team environment. And so it's hard sometimes to separate, well, they're really hard worker. They're a really good worker. They bring a lot to the team, but that crappy attitude that they bring to every meeting is, uh, you know, we can we can live with that. And that's not always the case. That brings down team morale. That brings down your own personal morale. And so addressing that, right, or addressing whatever um, are really important. And so that's another lie that we just need to not believe, you know. So uh, tips for difficult conversations. Listen, I have been in my career field for a lot of years, um, 19 years uh, professionally. and then you know, paraprofessionally as a student for four years before that. So, um, so a whole lot of years and we do trainings on this. We do sessions on this. We do conference sessions on this. Um, I'm sure there are webinars on this. There's a ton of information about difficult conversations out there. Go look on the interwebs, YouTubes, as my girls call it, the YouTubes. Um, YouTubes got it all, right? So go find some good stuff. But I'm going to leave you with three tips for having difficult conversations. So tip number one is tell the fear in your head to shut up. It, it is, it is not worth getting worked up about. It is, um, it is not worth being in your head about. And in fact, that fear helps to inform the conversations. It helps to inform the difficult conversations that we need to have. So tell that fear to shut up. Um, and if you need to go back and listen to, um, if you need to go back and listen to a past session, we've got one on fear. Uh, episode 36, in fact, is, um, is where you can find that episode. I also think back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg's popular quote, speak your mind even if your voice shakes. Now, what I forgot to share earlier was that confrontations are often not um, done because uh, it makes us very vulnerable human beings. 
right? Like, like in a confrontation, we have to share um, thoughts, opinions, feelings, and not all of those are always shared in every confrontation, but it brings up things that can make us very vulnerable, vulnerable human beings. And so that is another reason why folks avoid uh, having a difficult conversation or confronting others. And so, um, so, so back to the, uh, the vulnerability, you know, you need to speak your mind, even if your voice shakes. And I think about her quote quite a bit as I enter into conversations that I know are going to be challenging. Now, sometimes those are when I'm advocating for myself versus, um, having like a confrontation, if you will, about, performance or behavior or how someone impacted me, but it's really uh, been a helpful tool for me to remember as I go into those conversations uh, and and I'm a little bit nervous. And then the last tip I saw as I was preparing for this podcast, and it said to be disruptive and that your voice matters. And so I thought that that was really interesting that, you know, we tell ourselves that, oh, I'm just a lowly fill in the blank of your title in your organization, but your voice matters. You are part of the team or you are part of that company for a reason. And so having a conversation, being disruptive, uh, using your voice to share your ideas, to share your concerns, those are really important tools to use. And so it may not be a one-on-one conversation. You may be having a difficult conversation in a group setting. Those are super intimidating to have, but remember that your voice is there to help be disruptive, to help Um, the status quo no longer be the status quo if it shouldn't be anymore. There's a time and place for that. But also, if it's time for things to change or be shaken up or considered differently, then your voice is the most powerful and important thing that can help drive that change or to change that environment cool. So difficult conversations, right? Nobody, I mean, maybe some people like having them. Some people that I know in my life, some of my favorite humans, they, uh, they love to stir the pot (laughs) and that's great. I am not a pot stirrer unless it's on my stove. So I, uh, I really have to psych myself up for some conversations. I know others feel the same way. And so hopefully some of these tips are helpful to you to feel a little bit more confident. Remember you're an amazing human. And you have a right to have your voice heard, to be disruptive with your voice and opinions. And you have a right to have a say in the conversation or to call out things that are not right or should be different. So go out there and do amazing things that we already know you're doing. Give yourself credit, give yourself grace, and be sure to empower yourself to have some difficult conversations where they're necessary. So thanks for coming along again with me this week. I really do appreciate you spending time with me every week, um, assuming that you're a loyal listener, but I appreciate you spending time with us. And I want you to join me in this week's affirmations of I'm done apologizing for calling out behaviors that need to be brought to attention. I'm done apologizing for focusing on me. I'm done apologizing for 
you fill in the blank. Go out, have an amazing week. You are doing incredibly awesome stuff out in this world. And as a reminder, please like, follow, and share anywhere that you have um, access to this podcast and where you would share on those social medias. Follow us, on, follow me on Instagram at at done.apologizing. Tag me when you're sharing so I know that you're sharing um, and can also thank you for sharing. Um, and remember that you are fabulous. You're a badass. You've got this and I'm here for you.